Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you. Welcome to Series 4 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In this series, it's Tim having a rant. That is me. So if you enjoy me having a bit of a rant and going on about what's going on in today's society, stay tuned. If you don't want to listen to me rant, well, you can always turn me off. Welcome back to another Tim Hill Rants. This time, I'm just going to enlighten a few people on the situation of what happened last week. Dennis Hutchinson died. Now, if you don't know who Dennis Hutchinson was, he was a regimental corporal major in the cavalry. And he's been hounded for the last 50 years by the judicial system in Northern Ireland to try and uh, bring about a vexatious claim that he'd killed somebody illegally in Northern Ireland. Now, this has gone on for 50 years. They have found no new evidence. What happens, I can tell you from experience, when you discharge your your firearm in Northern Ireland as a soldier, what happens when you come back in off your patrol? Your weapon is taken off you and it goes away for forensic um, treatment. They, They do all the forensics on it. They fire a bullet out of it. They match that bullet to whatever else they can find. If my incident, um, I won't talk too much about it. However, I fired my weapon off. I had two rounds. One of them took out a stained glass window of uh, a church, and the other one, well, went slightly. Uh, well, let's say, put it this way: they found the weapon that the guy had fired at us. We were fired upon. Anyway, I got back in off of this patrol. My weapon was taken off of me. I was taken down to um, New Barnsley Police Station and I was interviewed. It was more like an interrogation that lasted nine hours. I had to detail every aspect of that whole day from the time I got up in the morning, what I had for breakfast, what we did on the, the briefing for the patrol, what we did when we were out on the patrol, and what happened during the incident, and then what happened after the incident. And this was all documented by the SIB, which is a special investigations branch of the military police. And this happens every single time that you discharge your weapon in Northern Ireland. And that happens to every single soldier on every single incident. The fact that they, they, I mean, we recovered the weapon that was fired at us. My uh, section commander was hit and he was taken to hospital. Fortunately, he lived to tell the tale. But he was seriously injured and was taken out of the operations, and we never saw him again until we got back to the UK after the tour, or back to England after the tour. We lost a lot of guys on that tour, 
Now, some years ago, that uh, MP or Prime Minister we had who sent us into Iraq, he also gave every single terrorist in Northern Ireland a piece of paper saying that they're immune from prosecution. However, they are still chasing poor soldiers out there doing their duty to Queen and Country. Why? Why are they still chasing people when they go through this whole process of being cleared at the time or in some cases they were found to have broken the law and they were charged at the time and they were charged under military law. It's just, it's wrong. And the government need to sort it out. These vexatious claims against the British Army, we operate under, um, we have a code of ethics that we live by. We have rules of engagement that we adhere to in every single operation that the British Army takes, takes part in we have rules of engagement, and these are drilled into us. It's all part of our training. We don't fire upon anybody unless we're fired upon first, in self-defence. Unless we're on active war footing, like we were in Afghanistan, where we were going out doing active patrols and being come under fire from the Taliban, or we've got intelligence that we can go and get these guys, and we used the absolute minimum force necessary to get the job done. We don't go over the top, ever. It's in our training. We're trained, and we train, and we train, and we train. The training is normally a lot harder than the actual operations, and it's totally different when you're in an operation to when you're training. The We, we live by the... The, the saying, train hard, fight easy. And that's what we do. And it's drilled into guys about rules of engagement, what you're doing in that conflict, why you're there. And this goes on every single operation. Before a unit deploys out on an operation, they set, they stand up at least six months prior to that and start with the basic skills and they build up and build up and build up over a six-month period, doing different exercises, building up the skill sets, covering all the aspects that they're going to encounter while they're on an operation. So why do the government find it so easy to let these vexatious claims against the British Army hold any sort of water whatsoever? When you're in an operation and you're in contact, after that you come back, you're debriefed and if there's any suspicion whatsoever that there's any illegality whatsoever, then that weapon's taken, it's gone off of forensics and the soldier concerned is then interviewed or in my case it was an interrogation. If you don't interview somebody for over nine hours, going over the same thing over and over again, trying to catch them out. No, it's it's wrong. 
we train and we are it's the reason that we are the best in the world at what we do and the fact that Dennis Hutchins had to go through this while he was seriously ill seriously ill just beggars belief and the Northern Ireland Secretary and the government need to do something about this because it is wrong. Especially since that they've pardoned the real terrorists, the reason why we were there in the first place. We were there to aid the civil power in Northern Ireland to help out the police because the police were being overwhelmed by these terrorists at the time. And at the time, it was the Protestants that were the problem, and we were we went out there to help protect the Catholics. And then the Catholics turned on us. And we spent the best part of 40 years in Northern Ireland, or 30 years in Northern Ireland, trying to sort these problems out. And in that time, we lost many, many good blokes to these terrorists who have got a free pass it makes me really, really angry. And if anybody has got any influence over the Northern Ireland Secretary or the government to stop this vexatious, vexatious, horrible chasing of British soldiers that have been out there doing their duty and trying to get them after so many years, then please, please use that influence to get this law changed. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and look forward to the next one. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. If you have the time, you can not only listen to the episodes, but you can also watch all the shows and you'll find the links in the description below. Thank you.